0: with with the neighbors just give them a couple cans and hope they get it and I don't want your ass can in my fridge it's gonna happen <laughs> you're gonna have to use the bathroom before I leave that's probably true and so I, uh a face full of ass will be yours yes I forgot what's our podcast name
1: I don't know he's Kevin? being pretty useless right now oh that's right it's <laughs> yeah. useless on the matter yeah, because we're completely fucking useless. Exactly. Except if you
0: want us to sit on your cans. I mean, you're good at that. I don't know. I'm still useless on that. I That's ain't right, ladies. that in my Did you mug? have to
1: work that in for a little bit, though? Or is no. It, she's just gaping right Depends away. On what is. kind of
0: can you're sitting <laughs> on. They got those little fruity juice cans that are real narrow. He's just raring, ready to go.
1: <laughs> All the time.
0: 100% of the time. Um,
1: doesn't everybody? No, Isn't that what,
0: kind of the human ev- condition. Everyone loves a man with a good prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you can store a lot of things. You got a purse. I got an ass. Twenty-one foot of storage. Oh, no. Square that <laughs> out, math petitions out there. Yeah. Oh, How oh man, cylindrical shaped things. Can I? Can I carry around? I don't think I want to
1: find out. <laughs> I kind of do. Well, we'll start a game later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All you listeners are invited. <laughs> We're going to roll the so dice. So wait, who wins
1: in the end? The one who can stuff the most in there. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll roll a dice to see which cupboard in the kitchen we have to pull item out of. This conversation reminds me of something I read on the internet of um so, how, trying to figure out how many spiders that someone could fit into their vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You should see guy, you should see Mike's face it's Are, we, are we talking about well,
1: those big ass Goliath fucking No, it can't. It's got to be like just a probably just a normal an average spider. Daddy long legs. Like an
0: average spider, how many can you fit in there? Well, th-
1: did I someone have, some have spiders- like a math thing that like an equation they came up with? Yes. I, I, What's I, I the average it. size of
0: the spiders then? I didn't look too much
1: into it. I can't say that it's a thread that I was you excitedly
0: gotta, going to go click. You got to start with them camel spiders which are like three feet. Oh. And then down to the little tiny, tiny ones that you can hardly see. And then take the average. So you're looking at like a foot. It's probably the average. Yeah. Mm, that, I don't think that's how it works. Do you know how many fucking <laughs> one foot plus big ass spiders are in the rainforest? I don't need to know, but I don't think it's relevant. If you want the average it, size the, of the it, spiders, it is. Yeah, okay let's go then back though, was there an answer i honestly i think there was i don't remember what I, yeah it could be a fuck? lot it's a point of bringing it up that's i'm just saying the our conversation has reminded me of that's true. some suppressed memory that i have <laughs> oh you repressed that one <laughs> yes why I, would you repress it it's definitely an article i read when i was like 12 i'm pretty sure i watched oh, wow. an anime where the lady's vagina was the mouth of a bunch of lo- like a spider. She turned in like a spider and her vagina ate stuff. You know, that doesn't surprise me. That, In fact, that's probably pretty fucking tame. For anime, yeah. <laughs> it actually is kind of on topic with what we're going to be talking about today, actually. Oh, what's that? Uh, the topic that we're going to be bringing up is we're going to be going over some today I fucked up scenarios. And uh, these, all of these that we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about or sharing with you guys is all topics that someone in the world has been through what like and it's very usually these stories are related to some event that they had definitely fucked up on and i did pick out a couple mike picked out a couple and obviously we're not gonna let kevin pick out any because
1: i didn't even know we were doing this so yeah maybe you can tell us your today i fucked up can think one, one, about it. this
0: one oh, he already knows. He's <laughs> like, oh, this one time uh, I was on the roof. Oh, no. <laughs> and I might have, like, kicked the ladder, but not intentionally kicking it to knock it over. And it might have just knocked over. And then
1: I was on the roof alone. Oh, you were stranded by yourself. Ladder.
0: Yeah. This is a very tame story compared to what we're about to read. Not until I tell you what happened to my leg when I jumped off. Nice. Let's go. Nothing happened. It was fine. <laughs> He was like a seven foot drop. You were leading me on. <laughs> I did, oh, yeah. did
1: you? Ju- I would just hang down, and then there just... were gutters,
0: and I would have ripped them off.
1: Oh, I, I, I pay to replace them. Ah, uh, they were my gutters. Oh, okay. I thought you ran a job or something. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. No, no. There was no you. How long did you sit up there? Not very long at all, because I've jumped off the roof before. <laughs> It was fine, but I'll <sighs> I, I leave you on a cliffhanger for a second there. Anyway. You did. <laughs> you did. I congratulate you. Sometimes we would throw the ladder off just so we could jump off with kids, this, <sighs> you know, especially when it was winter and there's snow. As for introductions, my name's Dan and the wonderful guy who was stranded on a, on a, on a roof. His name's Gavin. That is my name. <laughs> and then we have our other wonderful co-host, Mike. You can call him D. Or yeah. Michael.
1: Anything. I'm good. He he even goes by Pete sometimes. Yep.
0: Yeah, so if you ever heard us call up Pete or D, that's why. It's him. It's Mike. Yeah. Um with that being said, the today I fucked up. It's my understanding that um we should probably kick one off.
1: Yeah, let's get going.
0: What's uh dig right in. What's the topic? Topic is what well, today I fucked up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I mean, it goes into, it's not just, today I fucked up, and then everyone's like, oh, well, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> this is, by the way, before I start, real quick, uh, a pretty lazy episode for me, I didn't have to do any research, which was nice. <laughs>
0: Actually, if you well, remember they don't need to know that. Episode one or zero. Maybe we have, like, 60 sources that they don't know, and we could just say that. We don't so, know. So, I mean, realistically, we could be over here, <laughs> dying. <laughs>
1: Cover it up. It's because it came through through your microphone. Sorry. I tried. I heard it anyway. I tried. <laughs> Whatever. Eh, fuck it. All right. Today I fucked up by coughing uh, to the side and it still went through all the microphones. <laughs> They're not supposed to pick up. I
0: mean, that's the sign it shouldn't be picking that's up All right.
1: On. Okay. So this is called Today I Fucked Up by Taking LSD and Pretending to be French for 10 months. Oh, my God. 10 months. 10 months. <laughs>
0: You think, you think it would wear off before that? Yeah, event. that's a yeah. long
1: trip. I, I didn't know what to expect when I saw the title, but it'll make sense as you go through
0: <laughs> You dated somebody and ended up in a that relationship. That is the only thing I can think of that
1: would even bring this scenario to be possible. Or French maid job. <laughs> uh, okay, so this guy, I, I assume it's a guy, um, says, so this was more of a fuck up that happened quite a while ago, which only just caught up to me a few weeks ago. So also not today. They always say that if it didn't actually happen today, which most of them don't. Right. Because they usually aren't willing to share their
0: story right away. Yeah.
1: And who thinks about jotting it down as well?
0: Yeah. Then you lull, you
1: mull over it for, you know, eight to ten months and you're like, yeah. holy shit, I got to share this with someone. <laughs> it's too good
0: not to share.
1: So about 11 months ago, I moved into a new house as a temporary sort of thing until I could get the money together to sort something out properly. I was hoping to have already moved out by this point. So hold on. He's trying to save money, so he buys a house? No, moved in with someone. I'm assuming he was renting. Okay. Temporarily. On my second day after I'd finished unpacking, I decided to break the house in with a nice acid trip. That's what I always do. <laughs> yeah, <I> who doesn't? <laughs>
0: That look like a housewarming gift, like <laughs> tripping out in your new house. Lock all the doors from the outside so you can't get out.
1: <laughs> I brought someone. I brought some with me that I'd recently bought, but that uh, sorry, but not had the chance to use yet. So things were going well with the trip, but then it seemed to be getting really intense, and I quickly realized that the tabs were much stronger than I had been told they were, which I've heard happens.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of regulation behind acid. <laughs> FDA did not approve this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I thought being locked up in the unfamiliar house wasn't helping me relax. So I figured the best thing to do to relax would be go for a stroll because I was starting to get pretty overwhelmed at this point. Oh, no. Can't be good. So I left the house to start my walk, and my next-door neighbor happened to be arriving at the same time.
0: Oh, and they want a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, It's
1: a street of tightly packed terraced houses, so next door... Next door's door, that's kind of weird, It's about one meter away from mine. Oh my uh, God, that's so close. What's a it's meter in freedom like measurements?
0: Three feet? <laughs> and freedom measurements? Yeah, like three feet. <laughs> well, uh, six we'll see. Feet. We'll see what we get in our metric system or not.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Freedom. I had not met anybody on my street yet and didn't realize this was a friendly, tight knit community where people talk to each other. She said something along the lines of Hello, nice to meet you. My name's blah, blah, blah. Are you new to the area? Now, this is funny, too, because like
0: he said, she said something along the lines. That means yeah. he doesn't remember right. exactly. Nope.
1: So basically, I do this thing sometimes when people try to sell me things on the street, etc., where I pretend I can't speak English.
2: <laughs>
1: I remember a few words from oh no. <laughs> from my GCSE French, which I assume is like a French course, like early on French. This must not be an American. No, obviously he hasn't talked to Freedom Units. Right. So I just say something nonsense sentence, and then people usually leave me alone. Ne voulez-vous j'ai avec quoi? In the state I was in, this conversation seemed like it would be way too intense for me, and French just sort of came out of me as a default response to the situation. Uh, my exact words were, I don't know how to say this because it's French, but... Give it a shot. Uh, He's going to slaughter it, so don't oh expect yeah. much. Oh, yeah. J Okay, so it sounds like a rhyme. Yeah, it almost looks like baloney lingerie. Looks better <laughs> the last bologna word. lingerie.
0: I like to wear meat lingerie. He doesn't
1: say what the what it means. He just says one of my favorite lines. to Use, anyways. I shrugged in my shoulders. Uh, I shrugged my shoulders a bit and had a weak smile. She pretty much just left me to it after that, and I got on my way. I did my walk and got home about two hours later. I was tripping majorly, so the walk ended up taking a lot longer than it needed to. When I got home, though, my next door neighbor uh, was standing in her doorway talking to another neighbor who was standing outside. I tried to keep my head down because I can't—I couldn't handle any more human interaction. But she he w- was
0: definitely like you know one of those like <clears throat>
1: puts up his yeah. hands to cover his uh, eyes. Comes over. Yep. But she waved at me and said "Bonjour." Oh, no.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're already talking. All the neighbors. So I instinctively returned the bonjour and got inside my house as fast as possible. (laughs) When I got in, I started freaking out. Bonjour, (laughs) no. Freaking out straight away because I realized that I just became French. And now two of the neighbors think I can't speak any English. Oh, no. (laughs) The next day when I woke up, I realized the best thing I could do as an Englishman. Okay. So he is English. Yep. So this is definitely probably in the UK was just live with the lie for the rest of my short stay in this house to avoid the excruciating embarrassment of having pretended to be French for seemingly no reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for seemingly no reason. <laughs> we had like, so, perfectly sounds sounds like, like a, a reason. This sounds like a rabbit hole that he probably should have just got out of. Yep. Like I was
1: tripping balls last night, sorry. <laughs> I am not French. <laughs> oh man. So fast forward ten months, I still live here. <laughs> I still live here. <laughs> and at this point I'm in deep My life on this street is a web of lies. (laughs) I've perfected my French accent. So he's practicing. In order the course of 10 months, French me, quotations, has learned a decent amount of English so he can hold disjointed conversation. (laughs) So he has
0: to fake learning
1: English, even though that's his primary language.
0: Exactly. That's amazing. That is pretty good.
1: I've gotten to know the neighbors pretty well, and I was the nice quirky French guy on the street. I didn't let the lie slip ever because every day and every conversation I had just meant that it would be even worse if anyone (laughs) had discovered I wasn't. Yeah, because it's like one of
0: those things where it's like it's at this point we're too far in. This is why (laughs)
1: honesty is always the best, guys. Right away. Yeah, Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Just stick I would have went to those neighbors the next day and been like, sorry, I was in a really bad place yesterday. (laughs) I couldn't interact with people. I needed to some escape. So I spoke French. I'm actually English. My name is Dan. Nice to meet you. That would have been the appropriate way of doing
1: this. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> over and done with. And even if they didn't like it, who gives a shit, right? Right. Mm-hmm. you
0: there was this was just a temporary mock up. Yeah. Now you have to live this web of lies <laughs> like you're a Frenchman ordering baguettes to fit in. Yeah. Uh, well you're so, awesome.
1: If I had friends come over, I don't have many, so it wasn't too bad, poor guy. They knew to never speak to the neighbors because of my strange situation. So he had to <laughs>
0: explain it to all of his friends. Listen, my neighbor thinks I'm French. Just go with it. <laughs> most of them found it amusing at least. Well, they're all probably crackheads. I anyway. like how he's like most of them. Like which ones were like, that's dumb. Like, I, w- I thought it was great. If my friend called me, up, I was like, yeah, my neighbors think I'm French. I'm like, that's fantastic. Yep.
1: <laughs> Things were going okay, and I wasn't too worried about being exposed anymore because I've gotten so used to it. I'm not home that much, and when I rarely leave the house for any reason. So, excuse me, I only had to do it for maybe five minutes a day when I was out on my street. So, maybe
0: not as bad. That's not bad. No, he could probably make do with just some really basic French, because he's probably not getting in a conversation with people like, oh, how do you say this in
1: French? And he's like, eh? (laughs) (laughs) If anything, it was a nice way to spice up my day when I got to take my French persona French me somehow had much better social skills than the real (laughs) one, even if my English was a bit. No,
0: seriously, like, this is a thing, like, in human, like, basic human psyche, like, when you're able to disconnect from the true self of you, you become more confident. It's crazy. Like, it's incredible how putting a mask on makes more people much more willing to do things that they never would have done. Oh, yeah, it's just like playing online. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, you have those introverts online that are willing to say that they're going to fuck your mom, but they would never look at someone in the face and say, no, that. no, never in a million years. Yeah. So it's literally like, that's the same concept, just in a real life format, putting on this fake perso- French persona makes him so much more confident. So it's crazy, you know, to see
1: that in firsthand, because not a lot of people ever have done that. Right. So carry on. But then there was this day it all came crashing down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was walking in my car and saw one of my neighbors coming towards me from the opposite direction with someone else next to her I didn't recognize. Who is she's French? She's Who is French. probably French. She stopped to say hi, as she normally does, and then says this to her friend. This is blank. It's got his username. The guy I was telling you about, you might be able to see where this is going. Her friend hits me with a question in French that I didn't understand a word of. Oh, <laughs> And I knew he was actually French straight away because his accent was way better than mine.
0: (laughs) So he's over here with like an off-brand, off-brand accent. He's got Walmart French. He's got Walmart,
1: great value French. And he's over here with like fucking name brand, Kirkland brand. (laughs) I didn't know what to do, and I just froze. Every second that went past just made it so much more painful. And after way too long of a pause, I just decided I had to come to... He's like, oh, (laughs)
2: fuck this. I had to
1: come clean. I told her I wasn't actually French and couldn't speak French. And then, <laughs> and then I tried to play it off like some kind of practical joke I'd been doing on everyone. Nobody was buying that. <laughs> Can you imagine being the neighbor?
0: Like, your world is crashing down. You've been excited about having a French neighbor for almost a full year now.
1: You yep. <laughs> know, you're telling your friends, we're like, it's, oh, he's cultured, he's
0: French. To the point where you even have another French friend come over to go interact with them. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. <laughs>
1: Uh, I fast walk straight to my car and then let the embarrassment just swallow me for a while. I haven't spoken to any of my neighbors since, some of which I struck up a friendly relationship with over those 10 months. Oh, no. (laughs) I make sure nobody is around now whenever I leave the house. I do a loop around the block in my car if any of my neighbors are walking down the street when I get home so that I never have to come into contact with them. (laughs) My God! Every time I think about the day I was discovered, the embarrassment physically hurts me. Kind of got sad at the end there. Nah, it was just no, that was
0: kind of like, that was like the only logical way that that was going to end. I mean, it was possible, right? He could have moved before I got to that point. Here's what I would have done in that situation. It would have been super simple. You take the French guy off to the side. You tell him you're doing a college experiment. You're moving into a new area, pretending to be something you're not, to see how long you can facilitate the facade. And then he, you get him on board, and then you go back and pretend everything's normal. So what you're saying is you would just fucking double down. Oh, yeah. You're, <laughs> there is ten months deep of lies. You should have thought about this beforehand and had an exit plan. Was, I've been in it for five minutes, and I know how to get out. Right. If your exit plan is valid within five minutes, this guy ten months deep should have definitely had yeah. some. Here's I, why you don't do drugs, kids. You can't get out of your own lies with more lies when you're a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fantastic though like, that is fun i like i like that story yeah it was a good one yeah like that's it's like i like your thing where you're like oh yeah you could just do an experiment exit path you know like what if like this french guy was totally down with it too like oh yeah voulez-vous <laughs> And then <laughs> you're like, what the fuck did you just say? And he's he's like, like, my Peruvian buddy did that once. Yeah. You know the and one? he's like, yeah, I got you, fam. Like, and then he just <laughs> goes and plays along with, like, he's having a fucking fake conversation in French with you.
1: Yeah. Oh. The only thing that would have been better is if that person actually started learning French to keep it up. Instead right. of just pretending to learn the English. Ooh, yeah. That
0: would have been good, too. Like, <laughs> then it would have their- been moral of the story is if you do shrooms and act French, you will learn French. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man would
0: have been good. Yeah, that was that's a good one. <clears throat> Next one, I'm gonna read. This Ooh. one. This one's called "Today I Fucked Up by Throwing My Steak Out a Window." Like, well, how do you spell that steak? S T E A K. Okay, so food steak, not like a wooden vampire killing steak. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> good, good. Good call. I figured they the food, but.
0: So. Last night. My wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner on the drive over. My wife reiterated many, many times to me just how important it was to make a good first impression. Oh God. So I think I know where this is. going. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the title kind of gives it away. I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife, that I always make good impressions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: My wife's boss is a single lady in her fifties. So it was just the three of us. We chit chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes. And my wife seemed very pleased. My wife. So soon she brought out the main course, A nice, big, juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover just how undercooked that this steak was. Uh Uh-oh. Now I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. (laughs) I probably could have resuscitated the cow that I, if had I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak.
1: I'm glad he, he uh, said that because I know a lot of people are like, think r- rare or medium rare in a steak. And then I see it and it's like, no, that's like almost well done. No. Like a lot of people don't understand. the. the so levels. this is like blue.
0: Yeah, this is basically fresh like He, is, he poked it with a knife and it went <laughs> He probably heard it. And he probably actually was the one who killed it. Yeah. <laughs> so he was trying to think of ways out. Claim veganism? No, I had already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. So he already <laughs> he already ruined that exit path. He was like, Oh, that steak looks good. Just then, our hostess excused herself from the kitchen to take some of take some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table at an open window of this third story (laughs) apartment, a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. So I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently shook off the juice and executed a perfect throw right at the center of the open window here's the big time fuck up. The window wasn't open. (laughs) It was the cleanest fucking window you've ever seen in your life. That is until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. My wife whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament turned jaw. <laughs>
2: so from her perspective she has
0: no fucking clue that your steak is literally no. not cooked yeah. so from her perspective she's just looking at you and you, she witnesses you throwing a steak at the window yeah. frisbee. <laughs> <sighs> my wife whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament turned jaw dropped and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet This look then slowly morphed into the, there is no place on this planet you can ever hide from me expression of demonic anger. My wife's boss heard the thud of steak on the window impact and came quickly. She took in the scene, the steak sitting on the windowsill, the bloody trail, and my empty plate, and gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say. It felt like a minute of silence, but it was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, uh, "I'm so sorry. I'm such a klutz. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was just cu- cutting it, and it slipped. I just asked my wife. I really am a klutz, right, honey? No help coming from that direction." Oh. I, I'll clean this up. I, I can't believe this. I am so sorry. Both women continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin. As I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the steak, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation, I knew no one was buying the story. I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat, And proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, (laughs) cold, chewy, bloody raw steak. I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the incident were, I'm fine. Nice. (laughs) So, that story. You almost wanted to come out with the truth at that point. Right. Like... So the comment. I want to read a comment from the top of of that thread. Particularly, the top comment was by username Easy Genius. What you do here is cut both of you and your wife's steak in half, and each swap out a half before the boss returns. Then you both eat the well prepared half of the steak and describe how delicious it is, but that you're full by the time that you get to the rare half.
1: Oh, that's smart. that would have been good. That would have been genius.
0: that would have been that solution for so. Now, in that scenario where you had come up with a, oh, I'm doing a college experiment, yep. that's probably the go-to for this scenario. Yeah, You got to keep that in mind, everybody. Yeah. So if you're ever in a situation <laughs> where your steak is literally alive and your wife's steak is good, this is what you do. Alternatively, you could have just said the truth. like, oh, looks like this one may need a couple more minutes on the
1: grill. I Everyone's so afraid to offend people. Like, did she prepare this, the boss? I would assume so. It sounds like it, but it also sounds like she could have, like, be rich enough to have, like, a cook or something. This is also a possibility. So, either way, I guess I could see where he didn't want to try to ruin the night. He wanted it to progress (laughs) smoothly. Yep. Well, had the window been open, had the window been <laughs> not clean enough, would have been no
0: predicament <laughs> little Jose down the gardener that was tending to the roses yeah, yeah. down below. <laughs> be like, thank you, God, I forgot my lunch at home <laughs> or Jesus or whatever, whoever
1: yeah, is, whoever that is. Whoa, whoa. Why does he have to be Mexican? Because he said Mexican. <laughs> Whoa, I'm Dan just, started scared. it as a Mexican. I mean, a lot of people. That <laughs> Tell me that what
0: thing. what Caucasian man you know that tends to roses for rich people. I don't know of one, I don't think. Okay. But how many Mexicans do you know that do that? I don't know of
1: any of those either, but. See, here we
0: are. <laughs> Dan started the stereotypicalness. We just rolled with it, except for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just like to make people uncomfortable.
0: That's okay. and that, That's why he doesn't wear pants at work. That's completely okay. So like in this scenario, right, the, the window was too perfectly clean. Otherwise, it would have never have happened. And the clean window might have been a perfect segue into uh, they have
1: help. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Which homeowner keeps their window that clean without a maid. Right. Especially when you're a busy, busy businesswoman. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have time to make that window pristine.
1: The no. only other thing I could have come up with like in the moment would be I could probably choke down on like a fourth of it. And then I would excuse myself and go to the bathroom and then say, it, I, it wasn't the food I was sick earlier. I'm not feeling well. I don't think I can finish this. Can you wrap it up for me to take home or something stupid like that? I think I just would have been had to been honest. I would have too. I, for me in that scenario, I would have just been like, excuse
0: me. I don't mean to be a pain, and I I appreciate this incredibly so much, but this steak is a little bit rare for me. Is there a chance that we could just... Pr- Put it on the grill for a couple more just,
1: minutes. Just just nuker for me for a couple
0: minutes. Yeah, I'm cool with even a microwave That's at this point. That's what my point. dad would do. Just nuker. Well, I mean, she's probably not going to use the word nuke. Nuker. She probably doesn't even own a microwave. Let's be real. A lot of those rich people don't even use microwaves. They know what they do to us. Well, I mean, yeah, it's probably pretty unhealthy. What does it do, Kevin? It fries your insides. Oh, good. That's why they told you as kids, don't stand in front of the fucking microwave, you <laughs> idiot.
1: And they smack you in the head.
0: So, you could probably skip the after it gets. So, start at the top, but don't read the TLDRs. T- you could just finish once the story is done.
1: Kevin's going to read one now. Yeah, Kevin's going to read one. Okay.
0: And this is uh, already set. I just read whatever's here.
1: Yeah, so the title is at the top, I believe. Kevin doesn't understand. The Reddit. title is
0: like fucking long. <laughs> what <laughs> is the title? Tfue by running with the school flag, tripping and destroying the state championship trophy in front of the
1: whole school. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. So before you read this one, the reason that this was one of my favorites okay, is you have to actually read it and then click the the GIF that's on there and watch it, which we can't do on the podcast, I know, but we can describe it.
0: Okay, so you, I'll have you describe the GIF once he's done reading yes. it.
1: Yeah, I don't see the gif anyway. There's yeah. a
0: bunch of links in the in the wording. It's yeah, w- it's one of the links. Yeah, gotcha.
1: So it, yeah, go ahead, just read it. And then it, yeah.
0: So the mess up happened yesterday, and I'm still saying "Oh my god" to myself every time I think about it. It's one of those situations. Yeah. This past Saturday at our school's girls cross country team, that didn't make sense. This past Saturday, our <laughs> school's girls cross country team won state. Did I say it right the first yeah, time? Yeah. Oh, you, all right. You, it didn't make sense in my brain. And because of that, earned everyone a pep rally. Nice. Pep rallies are nice.
1: So the good old girls cross country team winning state is not a humongous deal in high school sports, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, we didn't even have a cross country anyone team. Anyone winning state in any anything in high school is pretty cool. Pretty big deal. I took yeah. silver in state in speech class.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: it was pretty fun. But the night before, someone asked if anyone
0: wanted to be the flag runner.
1: And I happily volunteered.
0: So what is the job of a flagger?
1: Do they just run the school flag or something? Yeah, probably so at the pep rally. Yeah. So, so part of the, the the link there, Kevin, just so you don't have to click it, it's a, assume a Facebook post, and it's who wants to run around the gym tomorrow during the pep rally with this huge manual flag, serious inquiries only. And whoever this individual is has a gif of a guy raising his hand that's the only thing in the message.
0: boy right, that's the happily volunteered link.
1: And someone says, I hope you're serious. And someone says, I think Daniel is a good candidate. Someone else says, very. Okay, goody. And then the last message, message is, Daniel, you've got the job. Hell yeah, I got the job. Because that's a super dope job, he even goes on to say. I mean,
0: what could possibly go wrong? Well, here is exactly what went wrong. The pep rally is in motion. The car- cross-country team starts pouring down from the stands to lead a school cheer like they do you know i like to cheer from the stands yeah but in front of everybody this is exactly when you should do a flag run so i started hauling out and narrowly avoided plowing one girl (laughs) (laughs) and making my way around the
1: crowd oh you know what we're thinking
0: definitely wouldn't recommend to a friend now though in quotations or parentheses or brackets i am caught up in the buzz of the moment and all of a sudden i'm Link to the next gift going
1: down hard. Okay. So this, this is <laughs> the reason I like this is like, this is the only one that actually had like a le- almost legit video proof of it like, actually yeah. happening. Yeah. So this is a high school gym. It's fucking packed. I mean, there's quite a few people there and they, <laughs> they show the, the girls, the cross country girls are in the middle and then there's some more, like, running... On the gymnasium floor. They're yeah, in the they're middle. in the middle. And then there's some running down the stands towards the middle.
0: Okay, from the bleachers or whatever? Exactly. The rest of the team showing
1: up. And then all of a sudden you see... For, because the camera's going towards the far side. That's where they're coming from, right? Right. And all of a sudden you see this big-ass flag with an M on it come running from the left towards the... So you just see the flag. At first, yep. So you see this flag coming, and then... He's weaving in and out of people because they're coming through the stands, right? Right. So he's almost like he's dodging people. Yep. And then he trips and fucking face plants. And then Kevin. And then all that's going through my head is siren
0: noises and me thinking I should just die now. (laughs) I should just die. (laughs) But unfortunately, that never came to fruition and it got worse. As I saw what I had tripped on and destroyed. Oh, no. The next link is here. The state trophy we just won and the one from last year. So not only one, but two of them. Yeah, so he fucks up current and past. (laughs) (laughs) He
1: fucking belly flopped on them, dude. That's like just boom. And they just shattered. No,
0: (laughs) that's what the gif is. Yeah, the gif is him. Yeah. So now I'm a bit more famous around school and kids (laughs) keep seeing me in the hallway and saying, OMG, you're the kid who broke the trophy. Rip me. Oh, TLDR. I was the flag runner and I tripped over and destroyed two state trophies in front of the whole school. That's what you said. Don't read. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it'd be funnier if you came to the realization that you didn't have to read that one. Yep. That's totally good. But well, that, that is a fun one right there. Oh, that's so unfortunate. What are the odds, though, that that's where you would trip? Right in line with the two. I know, trophies. and they're on the
1: floor, so it, it wasn't like a crash through a table, but at, you, he's doing like a wheel route with this flag, and he trips kind of coming into the turn, and then he just goes flat, dude, like a belly flop, like I said. and He just <laughs> happened to land right on the trophies. And I love that he had like... The him signing up for the job, the, the fucking proof of the gif of the video that it happened, mm-hmm. and then the destroyed trophies after there's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. here, let's be honest. The first thing I would have felt like as I
0: picked myself up from these trophies, what fucking retard left these on the floor? That is true. Like, where? Why? Why aren't these in the middle with the team standing around them? I'm on a table?
1: assuming they were probably waiting to do maybe like pictures or yeah, something. I was going to say,
0: that's the only thing I could
1: think of is like it was on its way.
0: But this is the start of the pep rally. Right. Like there should be people then standing by them.
1: I would you normally would carry it in yeah. and hang on to it. You
0: would think. I don't but, know. So I blame the guy who put them on the floor in front of the
1: stands. The way I
0: look at it is this dude just increased the stock value of these trophies. (laughs) That's the way I look at it. Now you have the sick story to go with it. You just have to pay some sad sap to put it back together. I don't even care if they do scotch tape. It's fucking hilarious. That is a good story. Exactly. You now have a piece with history. You know how like those paintings that, you know, sure you have this most beautiful painting but if it has history like that just means so much more when this guy comes back to the school when his kids are going and they're like hey dad why are these trophies broken and well kids (laughs) i got a story for you actually just hit this button they put it on video (laughs) so i'll read this one and then you can read the next one this is one i was excited to read oh yeah it's pretty short but it's it's definitely awkward and it's quite hilarious the title, Today I Fucked Up. Seriously, the most earth-shattering, awkward moment of my life. That's just the title.
1: Ooh, sounds bad. It does.
0: All right. I walk into Starbucks and take my place at the end of a rather long line. I notice in front of me a group of about 10 adult men who have Down syndrome who are on a field trip. And being chaperoned by an older woman. The woman turns to me and says, we are going to be a while. Why don't you go in front of our group? Well, that was nice of her, right? Yeah. She then loudly announces to her entire group that I will be skipping ahead of the line. And that is okay. So, you know, she wanted to do her, make sure that all the, all the, the adult men
1: knew. Yeah. that he
0: wasn't just cutting right because otherwise you could see that setting off right some anger oh yeah amongst them i thank her and i begin to walk up the side of the line looking at each man in the line as i pass to ascertain whether he has down syndrome and continue forward to find where the group ends and my new place in the line is (laughs) i lock eyes with the frontmost man who has down syndrome and i slide into line in front of him Oh, no. <laughs> I think I don't is. Yeah. <laughs> a few moments later, I get a tap on the shoulder, and the man I had moments ago locked eyes with had begun to explain in a broken, defeated voice that he is not with the group. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I respond, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were... And my Good. voice trails off as I realized that I had mistaken this rather unattractive man As having Down syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) And pretty much everyone in Starbucks saw this go down. He stood there so uncomfortably shifting on his feet for a moment and then had beelined it for the door. Didn't even get his coffee. So awkward. I can't imagine what damage I did to this man's self esteem. Yeah, that's pretty (laughs) horrible. horrible. What are you going to do, oh, man? Like at that point, right? If you're this man who just got mistaken for being down syndrome, <laughs> that can't have been the first time though. He's probably oh. not this shit
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking painful. But if it had, had happened before, it was his own fault for standing in front of a line. But he didn't know when he got in line. Right. That so that, that person, would be the next people, that's lined true. Him. the
0: person who came in had no idea how big that this person's group
1: was. That's true.
0: No. Nope. So he had to use his own judgment <laughs> to
1: figure out. Who was the end of the line? So, like, I don't understand. Um, I wouldn't say ugly. Like, how would you be confused as it? Maybe, Maybe you didn't look real close,
0: and you, they were just disfigured enough. See, if I'm climbing a line to figure out who I get to cut in front of, I assure you, I'm inspecting everybody as close <laughs> as possible. So I wouldn't. That's not something I would just do half acidly. Maybe like. Target, target. Uh, Okay, we're good. Like, do, like, do you stop and be like, "Excuse me, are you, are you Down syndrome?" Like, do you do that? No. Or if you're this man who is mistaken as a Down syndrome groupie on the field trip do you just play along I would have played along if it was me just like like, mm. just let him cut and not like do the whole tap on the shoulder thing oh yeah I wouldn't have said shit I would I don't I think that's what I would have done in that scenario I would have just been like or I would have pulled one of those you know granted I'm probably a little more or a lot less socially awkward than this man I probably would have just been tapped on the shoulder I'm not with the group but you can have my space in the line just so that that person knows I'm not retarded because then maybe I can get them to feel embarrassed, you know?
1: Yeah. I think, um, even in real life, I've had people cut in front of me like millions of times and I don't say anything. Usually I just assume like, okay, I guess if you're going to be a dick and in such a big hurry, right? Whatever.
0: I don't know that I've had anyone cut in front of me.
1: It happens a lot at gas stations to me when there's two lines. Oh yeah, yeah, like
0: where you're waiting, and then you're wait. Like one of them will open up the register, and then the person behind you will go to the register.
1: Right. Yep. Or there's kind of some people just like stand in between both lines, so they can and hawk for which one opens up first. I think
0: that's the appropriate way of doing it, though, isn't it?
1: Not if you're not if
0: there's actual lines for each one that are noticeably lines for that register. I suppose what I'll do is like I'll get in line, and then if I'm the next person, I'll just hold my hold my ground for that cat particular cashier i won't go yep. hawk the next one open right or know.
1: if you're in the right side and you're uh you're someone's ahead of, you're the next in line to be helped yep and the person to the left your left goes hey i got the next person and some douche is coming in with this fucking sodas and he had just walked up and then he goes in front of you
0: yeah that's the people that you're talking about right
1: i just don't say anything I don't either because I I just all went.
0: No, you go ahead. I was saying I keep a potato in my pocket for those people. And then I put it in their tailpipe as they leave. Ooh. What would that do? It kills the car. Does it? Yeah. Without exhausting, it won't run. Yeah. I could see that being a potential lawsuit. It's just a potato. (laughs) No, it's a potato. I I, I lost it. I lost my I don't know what happened to my potato. I'm with the special needs group. (laughs) I'm on a field trip right now. (laughs) I'm on (laughs) a
1: field trip. I just
0: thought Um. it might leak. There was water coming out of there. I thought it
1: was leaking, so I plugged her up. (laughs) Oh, my God. I got got another long one, Dan. God damn it. You did this on purpose. Yes, I did it intentionally. I actually just love hearing your voice. Okay, so today I fucked up by stuffing my face with edibles before dinner with my wife's parents. This
0: is just... I mean, you put that title on any piece of paper and you read that no matter where you are in the world, you're setting yourself up to fail. Yes.
1: (laughs) Recently, I traveled to Denver, Colorado with my wife and my wife's parents as a resident of a non-legalized state and as someone who is too much of a pussy to regularly buy illegal drugs. The thing I was looking forward to most was the chance to buy fancy legal weed. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, boy. Yep. So the the first thing I do upon arriving and after successfully ditching the in-laws is drag my wife to a nearby dispensary for a shopping spree. And, oh, my God, it was just like in my dreams. Tons of different options and neat little sample jars and a team of helpful stoners walking me through the various strains.
0: I can't imagine what that would be like, but it would probably be pretty calming. That whole store probably has a strict... Like nice calm vibe through it, you know what I mean? Yeah, elevator music on the stereo, right? And then everyone's just super calm. Like no one raises their tones. They're just like, "Hey man, what are you looking for?" And then like we can, can help I you speak
1: out. to your manager, man. <laughs> hey, no. no one would have that. Like
0: I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> like we're all managers. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we're managers of our destiny. <laughs> We we all
1: manage our own futures. (laughs) Are you looking for a mellow body high or do you want something that gives you a bit more pep and energy? Or are you just hoping for something light to take the stress off? Which is interesting because when I was younger and did weed. I didn't have any of those options. <laughs> no, it's like whatever dirt weed you can yeah, get you a can hold of, that's shit. what you go with. Got Fucking. some
0: blueberry juice or whatever the fuck it's called. Or. <laughs> no, it wasn't
1: even anything. It was just weed. Dirt weed. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes, I replied eagerly like a fat kid in a candy store and request an eighth ounce of about seven different options. In hindsight, if I learned anything from this experience, it is that my math and science teachers never taught me basic information like, what is an ounce? Or how much weed can a person consume on a single weekend?
0: <laughs> well, it depends on who you're asking. I have a few friends that would probably answer
1: that question with a yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People that are, you know, real into it wouldn't be a problem. Sure, I can tell you when two speeding trains leave separate stations, we'll collide or recite Avogadro's number. But it turns out that none of that information is particularly relevant to getting high <laughs> in a responsible and efficient manner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what like, do
1: you have like? Is it is it appropriate to
0: ask in weed etiquette? Like, how much of this can I smoke without like going into a potato state?
1: Probably. Like, I don't do it much, you know. Like,
0: like I don't do it much. What's the safe limit? You know, like I'm I'm like a a buck odd six or whatever. You know, like this blah blah blah. Like, how much is safe? Like, can you? I'm
1: sure you could ask that easily. Yeah. And it was at this dispensary that I had learned that you can't actually smoke in public places, including the hotel that my wife and I were staying at. As a result, before leaving, I begged my wife to buy some edibles that I could munch on until we found a place to properly get lit. He used the word lit. Nice. After expressing shock as to the absurd volume of drugs that we were buying. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike me, she is the product of a private school and understands the imperial measurement system. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, she relents, and we walk out the store with what felt like a dump truck of weed, <laughs> plus a small package of seemingly innocuous ginger snap cookies. <laughs> when we finally get back to the hotel room, I tear those bad boys open, only to find about a dozen tiny cookies roughly the size of a quarter. <laughs> oh, no. So he's probably looking at this from a snack perspective. Yeah, per like, I dump- can
0: eat this much easy. Like the 12 cookies? Are you fucking kidding me? I and paid, they're tiny. I
1: paid 20 bucks for this? Are you kidding me? What the fuck, Denver. Seeing the skepticism and hunger in my eyes, my wife warns me that I should go easy and look at the back of the package first before trying one.
0: So I mean, that's just common oh, knowledge. There's yeah. a
1: dose size right on the back of the package. Half a cookie is the dose size, I read silently as I started taking micro bites from the edges like a giant chinchilla <laughs> gnawing on a sunflower <laughs> seed. I'm
0: just imagining he's just himself in this dark hotel room with his like
1: wife trying to watch TV and he's in the corner
0: just eating a tiny cookie.
1: <laughs> What kind of a savage only eats half a cookie? So, a second later, I convert, co- covertly pop the remainder into my mouth. See, I've never smoked weed in my entire life, nor have I ever
0: been high, but I also agree with this, man. Like, you can't just eat half a cookie. Yeah, why didn't you make the
1: cookie the dose? size? <laughs> I was just going
0: to say, what fucking yeah.
1: sick fuck makes the dose size a half cookie? Make it a nickel. The nickel size. Edibles actually, uh, not that I know a ton, but I've heard are... are, are you got to be very careful is what i've always heard with edibles
0: yeah because like you're literally eating snacks Mm -hmm. and they can get away from you very quickly it's like long Long island Island, Island. cookies
1: right and the (laughs) gummy bears
0: are another common source of edibles like oh yeah i'll destroy a pack of gummies but i would imagine if i destroyed a pack of weed gummies i'd probably be gone
1: yeah you you, well you wouldn't be dead
0: but no that's what i mean by gone. i mean
1: like Oh gone he's gone. On yeah. that
0: spaceship. Yeah, yeah. I would be French.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you pr- you'd probably be sick and super high. And then I quickly stuff another two cookies in my mouth for a good measure. The moment my wife turns her back. So
0: he has had what? A collective? Three
1: doses. So six oh, doses. So yeah,
0: six doses. Six. He's had six doses already. Yeah. <laughs> on a system that's that, that isn't even used to, in taking this. And this is not counting for what he's probably gonna do, go do is smoke.
1: We may not have legal weed back home, but I routinely devour an entire package of Milano's in one sitting without breaking a sweat. Your move, Tiny Ginger ginger Snaps.
0: So we ate the whole pack? No, no, no. He was was going
1: on like what we had said. It's very easy to eat Uh, some snacks. About 30 minutes later, we were at the backseat of her parents' rental car on the way to the dinner. And that's when things start to go tits up. (laughs) It starts starts hitting. My stomach growls loudly and angrily. My wife looks at me with inquisitive eyes that seem to say diarrhea. But I merely clutch my tummy and mumble something about altitude sickness. (laughs) You didn't eat a whole cookie, did you? She asks, 10% in genuine concern and 90% in seething irritation. Oh, no. Of course not. I responded, avoiding eye contact for the remainder of the car ride. I I, ate three. I didn't didn't eat one cookie. (laughs) Not lying, in a way. A few minutes later, we were climbing out of the parents' rental car and heading onto some trendy farm-to-table restaurant. I don't remember how I made it to my seat, and I don't remember even looking (laughs) at the menu, but I do remember the concerned look on my waiter's face as he asked me if I was doing all right. (laughs) Keep it together, man, I say to myself, but my wife's sudden groan suggests that I may have also said that to the waiter. (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep it together, man. (laughs) Things are going downhill fast. The the waiter nods sympathetically, takes our orders, and then heads to the next table. The moment he walks away, my wife is staring daggers at me. I start to worry that the jig is up. You're sweating from your entire face, she says, with both pity and disgust. (laughs) Not quite knowing what to do, I reach for my napkin and proceed to blot my cheeks, nose, neck, chin, and forehead. At this point, my wife's mom looks over at me with some concern. "Are you all right?" she asked kindly. "Yeah, the food's just a bit spicy," I (laughs) replied. Far too quickly to realize that we had literally just ordered and there was nothing on the table except for a basket (laughs) of dinner rolls.
0: <laughs> hold on so he's at the dinner table with his st- in-laws and he just tried to say that the food was spicy
1: yep and there's just the dinner rolls <laughs> the Dinner
0: rolls were too spicy and he just dismissed the, the waiter <laughs> and said keep it together man." <laughs> oh no
1: <laughs> my wife kicks me under the table to grab my attention bathroom now she hisses get it together I re- reluctantly get up from the table and head for the toilet After splashing several handfuls of water on my face, I approach a urinal and start to pee. Now, one of the more disconcerting effects of those tiny ginger snap monsters is a feeling that time has become untethered from reality. I can (laughs) can relate. As I am peeing, I start to get the very unsettling feeling that I've been taking a piss for the better part of an hour and that my (laughs) wife must be pacing around the restaurant (laughs) worried about me. But deep down, I know that this is absurd. I've been peeing all my life. Sometimes multiple times a day. I've probably taken more than 50,000 leaks, and it usually only takes about a minute at most. So, given that my typical pee is no more than 60 seconds, and given that it feels like I'm about halfway done, that means that I've probably only been standing here for about 30 seconds, right? But the guy at the urinal next to me doesn't respond. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. And instead,
1: start shuffling away from me midstream like a startled penguin. <laughs> I try, albeit unsuccessfully, to break eye contact. So he just keeps <laughs> he's staring. Just, he's
0: literally deadlocked into his <laughs>
1: while holding his wang. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. After finally finishing, I again splashed some water on my face and returned to my seat, making sure to apologize to the table for being gone such a long time in case my map was off. <laughs> so he's in there fucking math
0: equations. Like, okay, if I have taken fifty thousand leaks in my entire life, and they've only taken approximately thirty to forty-five seconds. There's no way that this one has been taking an hour. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. That's right, sir, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah, he's like locking dead eyes with this guy who's trying to pee. He's like, is that math is right. (laughs) Right? And he's like trying to like look back at his wang, but he can't. So he has to like bring his eye contact back to the other guy. And the other guy has no idea
1: that this dude's fucking
0: tripping balls.
1: <laughs> that's that's good. Keep going. Next, I try briefly to engage in small talk with my wife's father, <laughs> but I am far too high to understand what either of us are saying. <laughs> oh no! Not wanting to start laughing uncontrollably at the wrong moment, or really at any moment, I figure the safest idea is to nod my head periodically and drink a lot of water. Nothing cures mental fatigue like water, right? To my wife's horror, I stand up, grab my water glass, and thrust it out to the waiter, who unfortunately is on the opposite side of the restaurant. <laughs> He's, so like 50 feet away,
0: he's like I need some more water.
1: <laughs> and then everyone's looking at him, but but he turns out to be really cool and after making his way over the table, tells me that he'll do his best to keep me stocked with ice water for the rest of the meal. <laughs> that was cool of him. He also hopefully suggests or sorry, he also helpfully suggests that if the dinner rolls aren't too spicy for me, <laughs> I should probably eat one or two so I'm not sitting here on an empty stomach. Smart man. <laughs> However, after going through all the bread on the table and three glasses of water, I start to get worried that I need actual food to offset the growing paranoia from those (laughs) tiny ginger snap devils. Do you think I should flag down the waiter again and ask what's taking so long? I suggest helpfully to my wife. What? He literally just ordered. We literally just ordered fucking three minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) What's taking so long? I really need that food. I'm hungry. And at that exchange, my wife loses her cool. How many cookies did you eat? She demands. Whoa, easy there. What's that word? Torquemada? Torquemada? Is that anime? I don't have never heard it. uh, Me either. Anyway, I respond somewhat horrified at her outburst. I had a few cookies, but keep it down. I don't want your parents to know how fucked up I am right now. (laughs) That's (laughs) literally across the fucking table. That's what she says. Really? They are sitting two feet away from you. They know. I look up and for the first time notice both of my in-laws just staring at me for what literally felt like an eternity. <laughs> I'm just imagining
0: he's like third person staring at the table. Like he's seeing the back of his yep. head like sitting in front of his parents right now. Like his or his in-laws, I should say. And the, he doesn't know how long that that moment is going.
1: Yeah. No, there's no. I've had it like I didn't do a lot of weed but I was driving once. He do weed, yeah, that's what I say. And I thought I was going the speed limit, and I looked down, and I was literally going half the speed limit.
0: It's how most people get. That actually
1: sounds pretty normal. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, there is an update thing. I'm not going to do a TLDR because uh, it says, as for part two of the story, there's a reason, or technically three delicious reasons, why it was cut short. At that point, my wife's singular focus was getting me out of the restaurant before I either puked all over the table or pissed myself. <laughs> or an unsightly combination of both. So after a few spastic two-handed ways goodbye to my in-law, she rushed me, rushed me to the door like a Secret Service agent evacuating the pre- president. <laughs> my night after that was a whirlwind of barfing and groveling mixed with a few vain attempts at getting antsy back in the hotel room. <laughs> oh, God, that's the best part. He's trying to fuck his wife after all that. Oh, uh, no. Like, just
0: gets done puking, crawls out, and starts fondling on her oh tits Oh, my something. God. That's
1: funny. It's a guy thing. And she stuck with him. He says,
0: <laughs> "Well, the moral of the story is don't, don't do weed before
1: you have dinner with your in-laws unless
0: you do the recommended dosage." I mean, I, he probably would have
1: been just fine. Yep, I would have done maybe a fourth of the dose if you're going out for in-law dinner.
0: If you weren't driving, I'd have done the whole dose.
1: But that's like, say you uh, you want to loosen up a little bit. You have like two drinks. One drink depending on the person. Not forty-five drinks. Right. Well, I think they take
0: the dosage into consideration for the clientele. Probably. Your odds are most of the people coming in to buy this aren't stoners. Yeah, they're like a, they're a random basing. Person. It, they're basing it on the average. Yeah. Probably. So too. I would think one dose, probably okay to still go out in public and That's, not make like too I've, much of I'd an be ass. Willing, like, i I'd be yeah, like I'd be willing to bet a couple of my buddies could eat a couple of those things. And they would be okay they've been smoking excessive amounts right for years mm. for years and then like someone like me who's never been high would probably stick with the half cookie recommendation just to see just to see because yeah. then you have to find your baseline yep. so mm. he was just irresponsible we yeah. should do a
1: half cookie podcast and Dan has to have half a cookie it, <laughs> can we though why, why not Minnesota makes it legal what they don't know where we live
0: <laughs> well you just told them yeah they don't know damn it <laughs> so once it becomes legal, I, I guess. Oh, yeah. Eventually, it, and not too long, I don't think. Oh, it should it be nationwide. It, honestly, we're already decriminalized here. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it probably isn't that big of a deal or that far off. No, and it really shouldn't be. But I personally have some standards where I'd like to keep it legal. Right. That's no, I'm what I have. That. That's my morals. Yep. Yeah. So that has to do that. So I have a friend. I mentioned him, not by name, but his name is Dustin. He lives in New Jersey, and uh, i he told me the first time that I got high, I'm going to have to be with him. So once it's legal, I'll probably have to go see him. Well, after the well, New Jersey... Is it legal in Jersey? Almost. 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 But I think because I reside in Minnesota, I'm even to the point where I think I'll just wait till it's legal here. Yeah, it shouldn't be much longer. Like, I hopefully. obviously haven't made a jump to go to Colorado or Washington or Illinois or Detroit or not, I would never go to Detroit, but Michigan. I've never <laughs> went to a legal state yeah. to get high and get my employer employer can do random tests or yes. if I get hurt at work, they have to test and they don't care if you were in Colorado when you did it. Correct.
1: You get fired.
0: Correct. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the thing that's like you really want to watch out for. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You tell your boss you're going to vacation in Colorado.
1: Guess what you're getting when you're coming home. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's like a good game in the NFL. They get the random drug test the next day.
0: Yep. Yep. Nothing you can do.
1: Speaking of sports, Rip Kobe. You guys didn't hear. Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, everything I said, it was reportedly or not 100% sure. So that's what the wife said. Like it's reportedly it was him in his hotel or in his helicopter reportedly some family. No yeah. one said officially at the time that we heard about it, that it was officially him. And I told her, well, it's probably pieces.
1: It you is. You you have to. It's him and his, one of his daughters actually. Gianna uh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: That sucks. It is too bad. Yeah.
1: It just goes to show that it doesn't matter who you are. It can happen anytime. Yep. yep. And I don't fly in helicopters, so I should be okay with that aspect anyway.
0: Right. Immediately after that happened, my buddy sent me a Bill Burst skit about the helicopter.
1: Oh, that one I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah. one where the dude like went up into the helicopter and yeah, intentionally a, jumped yeah, out. Yeah, and he didn't die. And he didn't
0: die. Holy fuck. He went, yeah. He <laughs> there was did. a guy that was terminally ill, um, and he had booked uh so like this guy he had booked a, a tour on the helicopter with him and his wife, and I, I don't know they probably she probably doesn't exist, but they he did it probably be the less to be less weird yeah and this person just had recently got their helicopter license the guy flying him yeah oh, the no. guy flying he like his family's like thanks for running on the the family name like i'm glad that you're going to be doing this and like five days in this guy comes to the tour and he's like doing the tour and the dude's like hey hey put your seatbelt back put your seatbelt back on and then he's just like he's like hey close the window close the door <laughs> and then jumps out and then the dude was like 61 and terminally ill but he hits the water and lives yeah he didn't die we nope. could have just not swam at that point they rescued him he probably probably didn't try to swim but they rescued him that's fast rescue service holy fuck that <laughs> goes like from jumping out of the helicopter to well, i'd imagine probably coast guard was luckily close by Cause, I mean well, it, it wasn't like an unpopular, unpopulated yeah. area. Someone there had to have been close by to, to grab you before you. I could would drown imagine you. either like a nearby fishing boat, some oh, guy could be t- in, or some something. Civilian thinking they're doing a good deed when really you just fuck this guy hard. Yeah. Well, right, but when when I mean, you go good Samaritan, Joe. Oh, the, yeah, good Samaritan. He's still a good Samaritan, regardless
1: of what the rescue guy, what the guy re- being rescued wanted. Well, I I don't feel bad for him man the aspect because you shouldn't be fucking doing yeah. that. Someone that's flying a helicopter. Yo, that's r-
0: irresponsible to do that
1: to someone. Yeah, figure it out another way where it's just you. Like, cool. don't get
0: me wrong, I respect you for wanting you to control the way you go out, but don't put that on somebody else. On somebody else. Right. You you Crawl just like, up to the Empire State Building, take exactly. the tour and jump over the edge. You're not then you're not putting it on somebody else. Cause now that guy that was in the helicopter has to live with that for the rest of his yep. entire life. Yeah. Now he might even develop things like where he's afraid. Or he might even get some sort of ptsd from where like someone does their i trying to adjust their seatbelt. and he has to like yell at them and all of a sudden yeah, he's what like, the fuck are you doing? right and like simple shit like that and that guy just could have been irresponsible so i was kind of irresponsible that oh it was totally totally horrible so i think uh we had another successful episode it was pretty good i enjoyed that there's some pretty good laughs
1: yes good stories it was uh, super enjoyable. Yeah. I had to read the longest though, so now my, my throat hurts a little bit. Thanks.
0: It's because we love you the most. <laughs> yeah, We like your voice
1: the best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love you guys too.
0: Yeah. No, I, we love you. <laughs> On that note, we love you guys. You guys listening. Yeah. We know you just wasted an hour of your time. And we appreciate you wasting it with us. Because
1: yeah. you could have read those yourself and just
0: laughed yourself. But. Yeah. But instead, you unfortunately had to share it with us and we had contributed no content to that <laughs> well conversation conversation about. yeah but it was yeah. still useless yeah well super that's useless. everything we do ideally that's what we are it's not like you got a false advertisement it's not like we said we're gonna help you become a better person
1: nope we're keeping it going
0: unless you just be not like us <laughs> it might make you a better person by <laughs> example exactly take after kevin kevin kevin's kevin i'm fun sometimes so you folks out there, you have a wonderful night. We know it's a night time when you're listening. because Well, this is a podcast during the day. You weirdo. Nah, my
1: wife does. Does she? Yeah. Well, anyways. He's a weirdo. Thanks, Kevin's wife, for listening during the day. On that note.
0: Bye.